Okay, good afternoon everyone. This will be our last year before Yom HaKippurim, as well as before Sukkot. So Bez Hashem will pick it up after Yom Tif. And uh, we're continuing now in the Archais Chaim of the Rosh, Rab Ta'ois Tes. Do not give your friend a nickname. You should not call him in a name that others called him. Unless he is mentioned and honored by that name. So it's saying, don't give your friend a nickname, a name that others gave him, unless it's... Uh, He's mentioned and honored with that name. That implies that if you ask the guy, what's your name? And he says, oh, my name is uh, Shorty. So you could give him that name because that's what he responds to. Because it has to be a name. You should not give him a name that others call him. It sounds like if he himself is called by that name, if he himself uses that name, then it's okay. Furthermore, on the other hand, it says unless he himself is mentioned and honored by that name. It almost sounds like even if he himself uses it, but if it's not an honorable name for him, then you should not use it. Now, the the rush implies that you should not use this nickname even if it's not a disparaging name. If you look in the Gemara Bamatsiyon and Chesam at Beis, Rav Goldberg quotes, he brings, and everyone who goes down to Gehenna comes up eventually, except for the three people who don't come up. One who lived with a married woman, someone who embarrasses his friend publicly, and one who gives his friend a nickname. So Gemara asks, embarrassing and giving a nickname, it's all the same. And the Gemara answers, no, the case where you can't give the nickname is even though he's used to it, so he doesn't get embarrassed, still, somebody who does so will not come out of uh, Gehenna. However, the Lushan of the Gemara there is, you give him a bad name. But let's say... um, a guy's name, he's not bad. Let's say you call him uh, uh, the champion. So it's not a bad name. It's a good name. He's the champion. The only thing is, it's not his name. His name is uh, Yankel. His name is not the champion. His name is Beryl. But still, the 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 Gemara's mashma that somebody will not come out of Gehenna if it's a bad name. But the rush implies, even if it's not a bad name, it's it's just not his name. That's also not proper. And that is based in the Gemara in Megillah, that Rabbi Yochum ben Zakeh said he was Zoycha Farichas Yomim, not giving his friend, because he didn't give his friend a nickname. And Toysus there says, even if it's not a Kinoi of Genai, the Gemara that says, Einoi Chelek is a nickname of Genai. But if it's, if it's just a regular nickname, it's still not proper. And one who is Zohir not to use the nickname, it's a Skula for Arichas Yomim. So if Goldberg wants to know, what's the maila of not using a nickname if it's not a bad name? If it's, let's say, uh, he's a, he's a lefty pitcher. Rev Scheinberg, uh, used to say that when he was young, he was a good pitcher, they used to call him Lefty Scheinberg. So let's say a guy, he's a pitcher, you call him, uh, Lefty Friedman. There's a maila not to call someone, there's nothing, he's a lefty, you know, he's a southpaw. What's wrong with, uh, calling him that? It sounds like it's not Kavayt Ha'adam. A person was given a name. That's the name that Menashamayim, the Yvonne put into the, the mind and the heart of the parents. This is the name that sort of captures the person's essence. And by not using his, his name, it's like you're withholding the proper Kavayt 
that he deserves. Okay, we move on. Should not speak Lashon Hara, you should not accept Lashon Hara. Okay, that's obvious. We all know that that's uh, Isra Dairaisa. The Gemara says in Psachim, Kol HaMesaper Lashon Hara, Kol HaMekabel Lashon Hara, Roy LaHashlichai LeKlavim. Rav Goldberg cites a very powerful story um, about Rav Baruch Ber from the Sefer Harav Hadar Malach on Rav Baruch Ber's Zahiros Natvi Mekabel Lashon Hara. There was uh, rumors were spreading about a certain Shoichet that uh, he was not reputable, and some of the Rashi Yeshiva and Rabbanim, they announced right away they're not going to be using the Shoichet. And Rabbach Ber said, hey, not so fast. He's going to have to investigate himself, but he's not going to rely on a rumor. And he said he heard from the base Halevi um, the following question. Two Adim testify, Ruvain owes Shemayn money. So we'll be Moitzi, the money from uh, Ruvain, and we'll, we'll uh, give it to Shemayn. How could we do that? But maybe the Adim are liars. Maybe they're Rishayim. Why do we... It's possible. It's a suffix, right? It's definitely possible the Adim are not kosher and the Rishayim. So then how could we be Moitzi Mamoin? You're going to say, oh, well, probably, probably they're not. We mean probably. You can't be Moitzi Mamoin with a Raiv. You can't take away money um, up here, Raiv. And Ein Hochem Mamoin Acha Raiv. So if Ein Hochem Mamoin Acha Raiv, so then well, how could you use Adim to take away money? The answer is because the Adim have a Cheskas Kashros. But wait a second. Raiv is sure Ruba Vechazaka Ruba Adif. So if Roiv can't be Moitzi Mamon, why could Chazaka? So says Rebarach Ber, the Beis Halevi said, Cheskas Kashros is not a Chazaka. We don't know what to do, so we'll act as if the we'll keep them with the status quo. Cheskas Kashros makes it that we don't have a suffix at all. There is no doubt over here. And therefore we have to realize if every Jew has a Cheskas Kashros, they have a status of being reliable, believable, God-fearing, and that's an iron wall. It's a, and every Jew it, it de- deserves that kind of respect, that they're bechezkas kosher, and if you hear a bad report, you have to assume it's not true. Again, you can't be a fool. Uh, you, you have to be suspicious, but you can't set, uh, accept it as fact. So that's... Uh, that's maybe a good attitude to go into the Yom HaKadosh with, that every single Yid has a Cheskas Kashos, and it's not just a Chazaka that works me Misafek, but it says that in our eyes, every single Jew should be, uh, it should be deemed a Yerei Shamayim, a Kashra Yid, somebody who is worthy of all the Brachas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we treat everyone like that... Uh, the the I'll end with the story. They came to the the Kotzkarebbe and they, they they told the Kotzkarebbe in a certain city they have many Hasidim. So the Kotzkarebbe said, "Is there a Rebbe?" There's no. They said, "There's no Rebbe, but we all consider ourselves equal." So the Kotzkarebbe said, "Then you're not Hasidim. A Hasid is someone who considers their friend better off than they are, because in the I know I know my own faults, but my friend, he has a cheskas kashos. And on that note, I want to tell you something very powerful. I just heard my friend, Rabbi Meir Bronstein, told me over in the name of Rabshach a very powerful idea. 
The Gemara says in Bamatsia the name of the Haaretz, why was Eretz Yisrael destroyed? The Gemara says nobody could figure out. Davrazah, they asked the Chachamim, the Chachamim didn't know. They asked the Nevi'im, the Nevi'im didn't know. They asked the Malachi Asharis, the Malachi Asharis didn't know. Until HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself told them, hey, Yidin, the reason why the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed was because Shalai Bercho B'Tayra Tchila. So Rav Shach asked a very powerful question. God only brings Yisurim if it has a purpose. But if nobody knew why it was being destroyed as it was happening, then what was the purpose in the Yisurim? If nobody knew, if it was so uh, difficult to determine what the sin of the Jewish people was, so why did God bring Yisurim on them? The whole purpose of Yisurim is to be mefash b'masav and figure out what the problem was. But here even the angels didn't know, the Chachamim didn't know, the Nevi'im didn't know. So what's the purpose of the Yisurim? The answer is, the Chachamim didn't know why it was happening to everyone. They didn't know what the national issue was. The Nevi'im didn't know what the national issue was. The Malachim didn't know what the national issue was. But every single Yachid, when Yisurim were happening, he knew it was because Shalai Berchel Tar Because there's a concept, Lev Yodeya Maras Navshai. We know what our problem is. We know what our faults are. We know what we have to correct. The Malachim didn't know what the national problem was. The Chacham didn't know what the national problem was. The Nevi'im didn't know what the national But every Yachid, you better believe, they knew exactly what their issue was. The Svarno writes, on the Mikhi HaMitzvah Hazois, this Mitzvah of Tshuva, it's not overseas. Svarno says, you don't need to go to a Chacham to ask the Chacham what I need to correct. You don't have to go up to the Shamayim to ask Malachim what your faults are. No secret. It's very easy to know what our problem is. Really? Who's going to tell me? The answer is, we don't need anyone to tell us. We all know best what our issue is. And that's, in a way, why Mitzvah Tshuva is easy. Because right now, we could all identify the things that we need to improve on. And if we could make some improvement on it, then the Yom Kippur will be a very successful day. I wish everybody a Gemar Chesimah Thanks everybody for joining. Bracha v'atzlacha. And a Gebench Diyar. Shkayach. Kal Tov, Kal Tov. Gemar Chesimah